Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 82 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode The Guilt Train. Uh, But before that, let me just do the intro really quick. Again, this uh, podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, and Monday morning at 7 a.m., go there, leave a comment, uh, let me know what you think of the episode, Um, or you can go to iTunes and subscribe there. So go there, uh, leave me a star uh, subscription, like I said before. Uh, you know, let me know what you think of the show. That helps me out. Um, so yeah, it's just on iTunes. It's not really, I don't have anything on um, Google or anything like that or Spotify. I'm not that big yet. Um, but also, if you want to drop me a line, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Go there, drop me a line, let me know what you think of the show. Um, I'll read it something over the air if you have a comment. If not, that's fine. Um, and lastly, but not least, I am on Twitter at just little Joe, uh, at twitter.com, just little Joe. I got a cool little avatar pic of me, um, wearing sunglasses, which I might change. I probably will change, but anyway, um, I'm calling this episode the guilt train, um, because, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, mentally, I think it's been rough. The past couple days, and I just wanted to talk about it. You know, I want to be honest. I will bring it around to gaming. Don't worry. Uh, but I think initially, a lot of it has to do maybe with the holidays. You know, a lot of people feel down on the holidays. It's rough for people. I think even like for me, obviously talking about this website and everything and this podcast. You know, I don't have uh, my mother and father are no longer around, and uh, you know, my kids uh, either through miscarriage or just you know they passed away. They're not around, so. Although I have some in-laws and some distant cousins, it's hard, uh, you know, except for my wife. Um, you know, it's really hard to get stoked for the holidays. I've never really been overzealous about the holidays or really cared about, um, you know, um, not cared. That's the wrong word. But I mean, just overjoyed with the holidays. There was a few years when I was younger, tons of money. You could spoil people. Uh, I talked about it, I think, before, but for me, it's not about really spoiling people or, you know, it's that look, you know, even if you buy someone a book, like a $5 paperback, it's just a look in their eyes of like getting the one thing that they really wanted. You know, obviously you could take that to an extreme and say, well, I'm going to get them a car if they really wanted a car. You can do that. But I think for me, it's that moment of really listening to somebody and may or april or maybe the year before when they said hey you know all i really want for christmas is this one book and or you know this one painting that was five dollars somewhere that you saw and being able to retain that and get it and then kind of move through the holidays kind of with that joy or at least seeing that joy on someone's face i think is really important you know um but i think because my parents aren't around and i don't have as big a family as i used to have it's hard to get um, you know, excited for the holidays. In fact, I'm recording this on the 13th of December. Um, I don't have a tree yet. I'm going to do that tomorrow. But, you know, uh, my wife is very holiday focused. She's already decorated just our bedroom, but like holiday lights, a little tree. Um, you know, she's very into the holiday season. And, uh, you know, she makes fun of me for being a Grinch or a Scrooge. I don't really think I'm that bad. 
I think it's just one of those things where it's harder and harder to get pumped. Uh, you know, it for me, it is about seeing family and having that togetherness. You know, and I think this year, especially with the coronavirus and people sheltering in place, which is completely understandable, you know, we're not able to go to the in-laws. Um, you know, you don't have to juggle... Are we going to go here for Christmas Eve? Are we going to go here Christmas? You have that togetherness of just a dinner where you get to catch up with people. You know, a lot of things are through Zoom now. Um, and it's, you know, it takes away from the holiday and it's it's hard. And, and, and another reason why I'm kind of calling this episode The Guilt Train is, just to be honest, I was sick uh, last week. I um, just feeling under the weather, you know, and uh, with everything that's going on, our work has a really... Um, you know, really good policy where they say, listen, if you if you feel sick, stay home. So I did. Um, you know, but my father was a hard worker his whole life and, um, you know, didn't ever sit me down and say, you got to work hard every day. You know, this is what you do to work hard. He just worked six or seven days a week when I was growing up and, and he worked long hours. And I just, you know, kind of inherited that, um, that feeling. And I was sick. I had a sinus thing. Uh, because of coronavirus, I was off two days. I wanted to come back in like Friday. Um, but my HR department called me Thursday evening and said, well, you know, what are your symptoms? I've heard you've been off. And I told them about my symptoms. And they said, well, listen, we'd really like you to just get checked out by a doctor. Uh, so I went to my doctor, was able to get an appointment. And the doctor said, yes, everything you're describing could be a sinus thing. Or all of your symptoms also mask that of uh, the coronavirus. So to, um, you know, to just get that out of the way, we don't think you have it. You know, you've been home for a few days. Your work takes very good procedure. When someone gets it, uh, they let people know, which they do. My work does. They're very good about that. Um, so they said, we just want to rule it out. Just go take the test. And this whole time, I was guilty. I was feeling guilty. Like, oh, man, I'm missing out at work why aren't I at work you know there's a lot of people depending on me and I'm not there you know I, I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast but I've worked on the floor the past couple weeks because they're short people because of coronavirus and just in general it's hard to get to people to show up you know every day and I worked I didn't really work in the shop so you know whenever you'd hear stories of people being gone or you know people not showing up you're like man you just can't get people to show up well, I'm 41. I'm starting to feel, I think I'm talking about another podcast too, that like my knees, I start to feel things in my knees, my body aches. And in the shop, when you're working on the line, which is what I did, the production thing, we do cabinets. They have a goal every day you have to hit. And they're pushing people, go, go. You'll hear the supervisor say that, hurry up, hurry up, go. What are you guys doing? Push it, push it, you know. And um, you just work and work and work. Now every year I get sick once in the either fall or you know in um, in the winter, and I hit it. This is my sinus thing. My head felt all congested, I felt dizzy, which is important to not have that when you work around machinery and it's hard. Um, but I just had this feeling of like I had this big epiphany where it was like, oh, you know, maybe these people that aren't showing up are just tired, you know, to be pushed this far. And to see people kind of in the same, you know, position over and over again, to be in the same spot, like to work on the same thing and to run a screw gun literally all day to just, 
you know, uh, countersink screws and sink screws into cabinets all day as they're coming down the line. And you have to go as fast as possible because they're pushing the line as fast and as much as possible. Um, and it wears on people. And I started to get, I think I'm a pretty empathetic person. I figured, well, they're probably tired. But to really see how that part of the shop works and just to go, go, go every day. You know, sometimes people just take a day off and say, I have a headache. I can't come in. And they don't have a headache probably. And I actually got to talk to one of the guys. Um, I want to say he's a Pacific Islander. Um, maybe Southeast Asian. Anyway, everybody calls him KK. And we were talking about, we were working on the line together and we're just so exhausted. We're working. It was the last day before I got sick. We were talking and he said, I, I can't, you know, I, I go home and take, He's I think he's about my age uh, in his 40s. But he's... Um, he said, uh, you know, I, I, I go home every night and I just take Advil and I eat dinner and I go to bed. And then, um, you know, then I, I do it over again. And I can only do that for two or three days. And then then I have a day where I, you know, I just, I can't do it. I can't get out of bed. So I have to take a day off and then come back in. And it's, um, it's just one of those things. And I think this comes back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, I'm... I'm trying really hard and I'm working really hard, but I feel it in my body. And um, I might have got sick because I had my yearly thing that I did, or I could have just been exhausted. Like my wife said, maybe we were just exhausted. Um, you know, I think I work hard in the field, but that's much different. You set your own schedule, you set your own tasks, you work alone, uh, you're really dependent on yourself. And you do have a time frame. My boss say, hey, you got to get this done by the end of the day. Okay. Or unless there's something really strange that happens where they say, Oof, that, um, you know, X, Y, and Z happened so I can get this done. My boss is usually fine with it. Tell us why this didn't work out and then, you know, move on from there. But I think it was a massive kind of just eye-opening experience. Not that I haven't ever worked on the line before. I've just worked in different departments. This was just my first time seeing how this, you know, the heart of the company, it's a cabinet company, you're working on a cabinet line, to see how those things happen. And it's not to push, say anything bad about the management or anything. The thing is, you know, they said when all this happened, you know, we want people to be healthy and safe, but... You know, we, we also understand that if nobody is taking orders from us, then there will be no company. You know, like we won't be able to provide these services for people. You know, people won't be able to come here and work. And it's going to get really hard. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just an idiot. There's tons of things they could do. They could rotate people in and out. Hey, this job that's a little bit lighter duty. Why don't you go do the heavier duty stuff? They're trying to cross train people, which I see. And then some people that... Do certain things just don't show up, and that puts a strain, you know. Um, and again, like I said before, the what I kept coming back to is the idea that I felt guilt, but I shouldn't, right? Like I'm sick, I don't feel good. I went to the doctor. The doctor said, "Yeah, you're sick. You have a sinus thing. Uh, take this COVID test." Which I got my results in 24 hours, which is really surprising to me. It's like, well, you know what? Uh, just uh, take this test and rule this out. And I should be at home, you know, just like, okay, I have to get better. You know, I have to get some sleep. I have to drink some fluids so I can feel better and work. There's Christmas coming up. So we get a, it's on a Friday. So we get a three day weekend. Um, there was some grumblings in the line I was working at in the shop that like, well, maybe they'll make us work Saturday, which I guess has happened. I don't know. I don't really work in the shop a lot, which is it's kind of a, you know, a crappy thing of like, hey, I just want three days off where I have, you know, a two-day weekend or something, or a three-day weekend, and um, I don't know if it's going to happen, you know, and um, 
it's just a thing of like, why do I feel this way? You know what? Like, I, I think I work hard. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't take tons of days off. I take time off when I feel sick, which I said, again, I said was, you know, usually at the end of the year, I took vacation at the beginning of January. It's scheduled a month ago to make sure that I had covered all the bases. You know, I've heard a lot of great things in the field. Like, Hey, thanks for closing this out. You did a good job. I'll be like this. Um, it's just one of those things where I don't understand why I feel this guilt just because I'm sick, which is probably part of the problem with the labor force in America. If, if people are constantly feel guilty and feel that they have to perform, you know, what is what is the end goal? What are we doing? You know, what, what is happening? Um, and I think I really just started thinking about it a lot because of the holidays. You know, I started thinking you know, it's the holidays. It should be a time of celebration. I should be excited. Um, of course, I'm getting over my cold. I feel much better now. I slept for like a week almost and just relaxed at home. But like, why am I feeling this guilt? You know, why am I feeling bad just because I'm sick? You know, there's probably a lot of people in the shop that are sick, don't feel well, um, you know, feel the same way. And I just wish I didn't feel that. It's like, why can't I just be thankful that I have a job that it seems like, you know, through communicating with my employer and sending them emails and pictures of my COVID test and all that, it seems like everybody's on board and excited. Like, yeah, you went through all the right things, you know, we'll see you Monday. But I still feel guilty. It's like, man, all those people I let down, you know, the 50, 25 people in that area that I let down that were trying to get all that stuff done. Um, But like, why do I feel like that, you know? And I think it bleeds into my feeling of the holidays. This kind of, you know, am I happy enough? Is everything going well? And I think some of this comes back to something my therapist, uh, you know, said a long time ago. We talked and he said, uh, listen, he said, you know, you know, you need like a creative outlet, you know, that um, writing is really your thing. And although I've really enjoyed uh, playing the D&D and stuff with my, my friends, which you'll, I think I announced on last week's podcast, uh, I will break out the first episode Uh, next week so that way you guys can listen to that but um you know i need to start writing more i think is what it is is i know i know and like i enjoy it when i sit down it is difficult to look at a blank screen and fill it up you know um famous writers we've talked about all the time mel brooks stephen king tons of writers i mean those are just two examples i pulled out of the air but two writers that i really respect say hey this is hard (laughs) and um you know, I think I think that's what it is. It's difficult. It's hard, and that's why I'm not doing it. You know, um, I'm really just coming home, and I am tired, but I'm checking out. You know, uh, which is bad. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I should, uh, you know, spend time with my wife, um, read, write. You know, I could still play games. That's fine. That's you know something to do to relax. But um, you know, I I don't. I don't want to have the guilt, I think is what it is. And I think that's some of what the guilt's coming from. It's like, I know I have a tons of ideas and I haven't really written them down. It's kind of like a weight. And I think that's one of the reasons that's weighing on me and I know what I need to do. You know, I need to make a commitment myself to write an hour every day. And I do want to publish some of the short stories that I've written, uh, but I don't think they're in a space now that should be published. They're more of a first draft. And I don't think... I don't think that's right. And it's not right for myself to just say, well, it's the best I can do because I know it's not. And maybe that's some of where the guilt's coming from. You know, the idea that, whew, this is not, you know, 
I mean, just gonna is this gonna be a cycle for me? Just you know, I I, I get paid good money, but am I just gonna continue to, you know, think about what else I could be doing or what else I care about? And I I know there's probably some people listening that, you know, we all have hobbies, but there's something we truly care about. Maybe it is work, and maybe you're maybe you're lucky. Maybe you're part of the percentage of people that really feels lucky and gifted to have a job that they love and wake up every morning enjoying and wanting it but maybe there's something else that you feel like oh man this is so um so important like i need to do this maybe you want to paint um you know maybe you build um crafts for people you know maybe you want to open a business uh you know maybe you want to invent something and you're working in your you know garage basement what have you really working on these things to get it kind of up and going but you know like hey my nine to five job working at starbucks or retail or construction or whatever it's just not doing it you know there's this other thing and so i guess for me i guess this uh this whole thing is for me and you of like you know we we know what it is you know we know you know there's this thing in the back of my head like hey man you need to write something you know you need to like all this stuff that's just bouncing around your head these ideas you need to get them out and it's important and uh I think I'm starting to feel that. I think it's maybe the beginning of the year. Like I said, the holidays really weighs on me. Um, but I know it's important for my well-being to do that, and I haven't been doing that. So I think maybe that's it's all kind of tied together. And again, maybe it's just that time of year. Well, since my family isn't around, I don't have, uh, you know, my parents aren't here to call and ask how they're doing, that camaraderie with family. You know, I still have friends. I have fewer friends now. Some of them passed away. Um, but maybe it's just that idea of like, I know what I need to be doing and I need to be doing it. Um, and I think that's, um, I think that's what I'm feeling and going through. And I I will talk about it with my therapist. Um, you know, but I am grateful for everybody out there that's listening right now. I don't think I'm not grateful. Um, yeah, I am Still playing some games, obviously, for the podcast. And there's some minor things in games uh, that I just want to bring up as, an, uh, as a general thing. But I want to do a deep dive into one specific game, and it's a very long game, and I've been playing it for a while. Um, I am playing the new hotness that's out there. Uh, as of recording, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 came out last week. I'm playing it on PC, so I'm playing kind of the preferred way to play the game. And I haven't experienced the bugs that everybody has experienced, but it is a very good game. Um, I think I'll talk about that more when I talk about the game and like the first impressions. I really, it's not that I don't want to do all the things that get lost in the world, but I actually really do enjoy the main quest and story. And I think I will just kind of mainline the game. Again, not because I think uh, CD Projekt Red did a terrible job of creating a world to live in and do, but I really enjoy the main mission. So I think I'm going to stick with that and I'm going to see it through. And I've heard from different reports, podcasts I listen to and things like that, that it's probably about a 25 to 30 hour game at that point, which is manageable instead of a 200 hour RPG where you do all the side stuff and all the side things. Um, yeah, I think that's where I'm at. So uh, just a heads up, don't get on the guilt train, everybody. Just know that you you know you know what you got to do if you are building something or care deeply about something you know work towards it even if it's you know like I'm making a commitment to write you know an hour a day 
uh, probably one day off a week Sunday, which would be right now, uh, today. But that's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm going to make a commitment, and um, I'm just going to try to do what I can to work in the shop and not feel as bad for letting everybody down. Um, but, you know, some of that is me just beating myself up, um, and I can't do anything about it. So huh, I think that's that's it for my incredibly heavy episode of uh, Gaming with Grief. Um, just a reminder, guys, this podcast will hit my website, uh, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. So go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the podcast. Uh, or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, drop me an email, let me know what you think there. Or go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, uh, write the reviews, give me the stars, let me know what you think. And lastly, but not leastly, uh, go to Twitter, uh, where I'm at JustLittleJoe at Twitter.com. So that's JustLittleJoe. Go there. Uh, let me know what you think of the podcast. Um, I think that's it. It's kind of a shorter episode, but uh, kind of uh, emotional. So you guys have a good week, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.